the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Good morning, everyone. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, hour number two. Bill George is up in Pennsylvania. And, of course, uh, Jonathan is hanging out at home getting healthy. And so uh, it's just me, Braden Gunn, and uh, Vince Noble, the uh, dawn of Indian Rock Speech, <laughs> decided to come in and hang out with us today. And Diego's here, of course. And uh, looking outside today, of course, it's going to be one of those really uh, hot. nasty hot days. <laughs> It's going to be one of those days where you ride down the street and all you hear is the hum of air conditioning units out there sucking the moisture out of the houses of those who are C-19 hiding inside the houses. I will be poolside with a drink. That's that's probably the second best place to be, if not the first best place to be. If you have such the ability to do so, then I would recommend that highly. So I that you could just, there. like a walrus, just kind of roll <laughs> over into the water and then roll back out again and grab your Mai Tai and, uh, you know, put your uh, TV on or whatever it is and just roll back in again and roll back out whenever you want to. You know, it's funny. You keep you say the dawn of Indian Rocks Beach. So we're at Lake Pan in the middle of nowhere, right? We have one of the listeners come up and be like, hey, uh, you sound familiar are you, are you the dawn of Indian Rocks Beach? Yeah. Oh, like, come on, man. Seriously. That's you. That's me. Yeah, and they actually live right here in St. Pete. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, right then, then they know who you are, or at least I've like, heard yeah, of you. We know Indian Rocks Beach. You're the dawn, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> what can I do for you? Yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen my Facebook posts? I live oh, out there. I take, like, sunset pictures every night. It's, it's just kind of funny, though, that you run across somebody in the middle of nowhere that lives in St. Pete and knows the dawn. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, you're, you are, uh, you know, we are bigger than life. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, welcome in everybody. It is hour number two and, uh, I've just, I don't know this weekend. I think I'm going to probably hide indoors. I just, I, I tried to go out. I, I see, you know, it's hot when my neighbors, when I look around my neighbor's yard and their grass is actually higher than mine. And they're usually, yeah, the, they're usually like the mow maniacs, you know, once it gets like over four inches, they're like, uh, I gotta mow. I gotta get out there and mow. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. It's gotta mow. And now it's about eight inches high, and uh, they're they're like, no, no don't y'all have kids? It's way too hot. Well, like, dude, last time I mowed my lawn, I literally made it three quarters of the way through my front yard alone, and like had to tag out. I you was can like, spit your yard, so you can spit across the yard. I was like, big tag out, finish it wow. up, man. He was like, okay, Dad, I'll do it. And then, yeah, you know, he was hitting high spots, you know. My dad used to do it to me. You know, Mrs. My, dude, you're missing. You're not going to. Okay. You know what? Give me the mower. Just give me the mower. If I pass out, 911, whatever, just hose right. me down or whatever you got to do to bring me back around. But uh, uh, it's not temper. It's not the temperature hot, though, you got to worry about. You got to worry about that heat index. Well, That's what's going to get you. And I've had this conversation with many people, and uh, I think that <clears throat> the the newly arrived, when they come to Florida, 
it's a lot different world when you have to live in it every single day, not for just two weeks out of spring break when you fell in love with the town. Right. And, uh, you know, you hung out with the Don at Indian Rocks Beach and thought it was going to be the greatest, you know, we're moving, we're so moving down there, man. And then you move here and then. Uh, it's hotter know, than Hades. Some comedian used to always say, I find it so funny about coming to Florida. He says, I see all these northerners that move to Florida to get away from the cold. And all they do is drive around in their cars with their air conditioners on full blast and their houses turn down to 60 degrees. That is so true. It's like they try to get away from winter, but then you want to make it winter in your car and in your house. So uh, why move? And so, yeah, why why, why, why give it up? But, but the difference is, and I've had this debate, and we've talked about it on the show before, the heat and the cold is so different in Florida than it is anywhere else. <clears throat> it really is. Especially on those days where there is like no wind, you those get out on worst. you get out on the water and you're driving across the Howard Franklin Bridge. I know some people are going, dude, it's like glass out there. This would be an awesome day to be on the boat. <laughs> nope. People who grew up here look out on that water and go, oh, this would be a miserable day to be on the boat. <laughs> the only time when it's good is when you're moving. If exactly. You're, if you're sitting. You're roasted. I remember my brothers when we go out on days like that. They would find excuse. You get you give a spot three seconds. If you if you're not getting stuff or, bait, or a bait chased or anything in within like two minutes, <laughs> let's move. Got to go. You know what? I know there's a really good spot across the bay over by McDill. Let's go over there. Sure. So it's a thirty minute boat ride. You know, we're <laughs> in the wind and you're cool. And you're there for two minutes. No, nope, they're not biting here. They're either. not here. You know what? I hear Let's the skyway. Maria. <laughs> I think the skyway's biting. Let's get in the skyway. And uh, you know, you head that way, and it's like you spend all your time riding around, but. Uh, on a serious note, you know, talking to my doctor years ago when I was getting kidney stones and asked him, I said, why in the world do I keep getting these things? And he said, you got to remember that most Floridians, especially ones who are from here or raised here, live in a perpetual state of dehydration. That is true. When you're indoors, air conditioning is sucking it out of you at a, an alarming rate that you don't even notice because your body's cool. You get outside and you sweat it out and you realize what you're doing, but yet you don't feel that thirsty. And so you drink a little bit, but not a lot, you know, and it's just enough to kind of keep you going. And and then all of a sudden, you you know, you're tired, you're relaxed, you get it. And then when you get into the air conditioner because you're too hot, then all of a sudden you get immensely sick. Yeah. I yell at my mother all the time. Are you drinking enough water, Mom? She would make a 16-ounce bottle of water. 16-ounce bottle of water lasts all day. I'm like, Mom, you need to drink more than that. You know, and especially if you're going to be out outside doing it or whatever it is and all that stuff. And I know that I think I talked about it on the show that when we were out there doing the yard, my daughter was like, Dad, I'm so hot. Can we go in? Can we go inside? I go, no, you cannot go inside. And she's like, why? I'm so hot. I went, stay out here, get in the shade, drink some water out of the hose. When you stop sweating out here, then we'll go in the house. Let me just spray you down with the hose. Because if you go in the house at that temperature, dude, within 15 minutes, you'll be puking your guts up. And I mean, it's you'll get sick. And you're not supposed to drink ice cold water. That will make you even sicker, and it can shock your system. If you're that dehydrated and that hot, you can also get yourself a heart attack. You're supposed to drink uh, room temperature water, and that is true. But the reason why we talk about that is because I put a post on our Facebook page if you uh, take a look at it, it was talking about the heat index. And when you're out doing stuff, if you're out 
hanging tree stands or doing food plots or just walking through the woods or biking, uh, bicycling through the woods or whatever it is that you're doing to stay social distancing away, um, you really need to stay hydrated. And we'll kind of go over some of that stuff when we come back from break. But it's important because I can tell you with this heat index, one of the reasons why hospitals are filling up is because people are falling out. Been there, done that. It's not fun. It's not fun. And uh, we are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Great store out there just west of Plant City on Highway 92. Go in there, shake hands, make friends. It's all good. Everybody loves you in there, and they got all kinds of good stuff for you. ATVs, four-wheelers, fishing department, gun department, stuff for your horses, cows, pigs, chickens, goats, whatever it is, dogs, cats. I mean, they got it all right there. You go check them out today. And, of course, Brandon Ford, what can you say? You know you need a car or a truck. That's the place to go to. Look for Brooksy. He'll hook you up. It's all good. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Good jams this morning. I'm a picking and I'm a grinning. Here we are at the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brandon Gunn, Vince Noble, and Diego in the house. Yes, we are live in the studio here at the Beasley Mega Empire. We're the only ones here in the entire building. We have rain of the whole gamut of radio stations. What do you want to play? As an old radio guy, been in it all my life. It still freaks me out to no end. I told Ray Ray this when I talked to him, our engineer, this past week. I was like, dude, you don't know how it stops my heart every time I walk by one of the studios and the doors are open and I don't hear any music. Right. You walk in, you're like, to uh, me, to my brain, it just goes, it's just, there's this alarm that screams, dead air, dead air, <laughs> dead air. So I like walk in, turn the monitor up on the board. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's on there. See, well, I'm, I'm dying to go take. The hip hop and go put it on KYK. Don't do Take that. Take the KYK and go put it on the hip hop. <laughs> Ray Ray <laughs> and could just do mess that. everybody up. Ray Ray could do that. He could switch it around uh, and uh, freak out everybody. What's going on? What is this? I can't believe Smooth you're playing jazz. No, no, don't, don't bring that back up. On the phones this morning, we have a nice young lady who uh, we've spoke to many, many times. Usually, when we get to meet, it's out at the. Uh, uh, well, the old days at the Frank Sargent and then the Outdoor Expo and then the Big Buck Expo and everywhere else like that. It's a lady who gets around town, but not the way you're thinking. In a good way. Miss Misty <laughs> Wells, how are you? How are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm What's doing happening? great and excited to uh, be on the show. What? Are you nuts? Why, why would you be excited to be here? This I is the last her. place you want to be. Oh, you did? I paid her. Oh, is that what? I sent some money her way. Well, that makes more sense. Exactly. You know, I, I got that $5 check in the mail. <laughs> wow. I'm going to send it wisely later today. Dude, you got the big money. Jim Pollard only gets like a buck. I mean, when he shows up. So oh, it's, see? Exactly. It's That's all good. Now, I'm glad to be here and. I want to give a shout out to your partner in crime, Jonathan. I know you guys must be missing him, and uh, you know he's been dealing with a few things, but I hear he's doing really good. Yeah, he is. Uh, when I spoke to him this past week, he sounded a lot better than he did uh, a week ago. That's for sure. And uh, oh, good. and the news yeah. that he's gotten that he gave me was uh, feeling better, doing better. So that's uh, that's always good. 
But uh, you yeah, talk- we always like doing better, and I'm glad he's feeling better too. He's, well, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, he is. He's he's nuts too, but that's all. That's a different story. Well, but, you got to be a little nuts to be on this yeah. show. He had to do the things he does. He's kind of crazy. But now, speaking of crazy stuff, I mean, a woman uh, like you, I mean, dude, I can't believe you actually have time to, to even call us because you're always doing something. You're running around like a crazy woman. I know. I know. And, you know, of course, a lot of us have had similar experiences. You know, our lives have been a little bit different, uh, you know, travel-wise and, and filming-wise with, you know, what's going on in the world today. Um, so, you know, kind of the silver lining of what's been happening. I've had a little bit more time at home, even though I should have already filmed five shows already. Wow. Uh, I feel your pain on that good one. good news is, you know, July's uh, coming up, and looks like I'll be getting back on track, and uh, I'll be heading down to the Keys uh, to film the first episode for season two of Let's Take It Outside. Yeah, that, that's... Uh... Probably a good place to be. Not a huge population, but uh, I'm sure that all the residents there are probably uh, COVID all up with their masks and things like that because of the amount of with the amount of tourism that comes down there. You know, I hate to say it, but you don't know what they're bringing in from somewhere else. That's the you know the sad part. Um, But uh, you well, same here in you know Clearwater and wherever. And I think you know we all just have to really you know just. Wash our hands more. Be careful. If you feel uncomfortable, you know, stay home or just, you know, keep your circle a little smaller. Yeah, well, you know, and, I, and I've had this discussion with people on social media. I'm like, if you're really that afraid of it, trust me, you can have your whole entire world delivered to your front door these days. It's not like it was <laughs> 10 years ago. I mean, uh, everything. I know. I've been ordering all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, something that's really neat, uh, which I was like, I'm kind of digging it a little bit is, of course, we know that the actual physical ICAST uh, is not going on this year you know, right. due to what was going on in the world. But I just received a box from Penn yesterday. And the cool thing about that is we're doing a virtual ICAST this year, and they are sending you a lot of the items. So I got three brand-new reels from Penn that what? I haven't even taken out of the box yet. Uh, with a rod, I got some gulp baits and, you know, some other goodies in the box. And they set up a kind of what we'll call like a Zoom call. And uh, we're going to meet with a pen rep, uh, you know, via video. And we get to talk about the new product. So the cool thing is normally you don't get given these things. So, uh, you know, that, that at least is, you know, again, a silver lining to to what's happening in the world right now. Yeah, I know that uh, a lot of people were looking forward to that, and I know that uh, that was a smart thing to do for them where they have all their sponsors or people that, that would have normally had a boot there. They're going to do some video stuff where each person gets a little more intimate uh, details on some of their new product lines and stuff like that. And in a way, it's almost a better way to do it because you've been to ICAST, I've been to ICAST, and it is just chaos. You try to talk to somebody, sometimes it's just... You know, you got Yeah, people. you're lucky to get two minutes yeah. into a conversation. But it, but and, you know, so there's a lot fun. of people, and it's really cool, and the energy's great. Uh, but I can't wait to take this, you know, these reels and, and the rod. I'll switch them up and, 
and go fishing this week with them. Yeah, sure. Go see if you can break them. That's why they give them to you. Exactly. You got you to try to break them. That's all good. If you yeah. can break them, good for you. Well, you know what? I tell you who you can get them to break them is when you take those kids out there and take them fishing. I know you do a lot of stuff for the kids. They'll break them. Just give them to that one. Right. Just give them to the kids. It's, so. it's a good possibility. Uh, you know, <laughs> on that note, we, you know, I have the nonprofit for those of you that may not know. Uh, and it's called A Real Futures. And I'm going on year six now, I believe, which is crazy. And uh, it's just really wonderful. We did our first all-day trip uh, with a group of kids from the Anchor House, uh, which is on the um, east side of Tampa, out in Ruskin, I believe. And it's just it's so wonderful. And if you know, to explain a little bit about what what we're doing with that is, think about it. There's hundreds of thousands of kids in foster care right now. And a lot of it's due to them being taken away from their parents, their parents giving them away. That's right. Um, there's a lot of abuse and drug issues on the parental side, and, you know, it's, it's really horrible. And I came up, you know, after talking with Captain Tommy LaRange, my fiancé, and, you know, different things that he experienced growing up. I was like, you know, there isn't anybody really taking these kids. You know, most of us, when we went fishing for the first time or throughout our lives growing up, we went with a family member, right? Who did you get, Vince? Who did you first go fishing with? Do you remember? Uh, let's see. My father and probably my uncle. Yeah. Well, it was my and dad. Braden. My dad, my dad, of course, right. and all my uncles and all the crazy Cajuns that they hung out with. Right. So uh, fishing was a big part of, of our, our, our childhood. Early mornings right. and uh, leftover McDonald's cheeseburgers on the dashboard, man. Come on. I grew up on Lake Seminole, and we had a pond across the street, so we'd roll out of bed and go over to the pond. Yeah, and we had, a, fishing over there. We had a stock tank pond, you know, back in the back pasture way down about 60 acres away. And, I mean, that was our that was our honey hole. We fished there, swam there, camped there. I mean, we that was like our playground. So uh, I understand. Awesome. I mean, we, we were blessed to be able to have that, and you're right. I mean, a kid who's... You know, whether they've been bouncing around from house to house and foster homes and stuff like that, I can tell you that uh, growing up, uh, a neighbor down the street from me, about two houses down, uh, they got a foster kid, uh, Rocky, and um, oh. he'd never he'd never been out before or anything like that. He was a kid, so we as the older boys in the neighborhood, we had him out fishing around Weedon Island, Ross Island, That's Mermaid's Point. We had him out swimming. That's awesome. Jumping off the 83rd Avenue Bridge, which you can't do anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, don't do that, everybody. Yeah, but uh, but all those things, and he'd never experienced that in his life. And I think that uh, hopefully, I mean, he was only there for a year or so, and then of course but you he, guys gave him amazing memories. Exactly, he got to be a normal kid and do stuff that y'all were doing. He had good friends with you guys. And, you know, that's exactly what I'm doing with the real you, you, future. You're you know, sure changing lives, what you're you, doing. You will. I mean, you right. will literally change a kid's life when you do that, especially if they've never experienced it before in their lives, and they get to go out for the first time. They'll hunger to go out and do that every chance they get. How many kids did you take out on the, the trip the other day? Um, I took eight eight boys. Nice. Uh, I, you know, of course, take a mixture. On average, I do groups of, I'd say, anywhere from eight to, sometimes I'll even do a group of 20. Girl, what um, kind of boat you which got? Which is a lot. Yeah, really? Now I know I can call you guys for, for volunteers because, you know, Heck obviously yeah. on these trips, I'm not fishing. I'm teaching them, you know, we're bottom fishing. 
We're usually going out on the party boats, Hubbards, or the Super Queen out of Clearwater. Oh, yeah. And there you go. It's great because it's a great first boat experience. The boat's big. It has a bathroom. Most of these kids have never even been on a boat, never been to the beach, never gone fishing. Hubbard's is the way to go. And plus, if you throw up, all yeah. your friends are there yeah. to laugh at you. It's great. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, oh, Misty. I know. Dylan's so great. He makes it so possible. Oh, Dylan's a good a guy. He, he really is. Can you hang on for us? we got to take a quick break, a hard break. Are you there? Are you going to stay? Absolutely. All I'm right. staying. Don't you go nowhere. We're going to talk to, continue to talk to uh, Misty Wells when we come back. If you want to go check her out, you can just, dude, just go in and type her name, mistywells.com, and you'll get all the information you need. If you know a kid who's in foster care or something like that, or you'd like to make a donation, it's pretty simple. $25 literally will get take a kid fishing for the day. That's not too bad. I mean, that's, that's no, cheaper that's than really the dang good. movie. It's cheaper than going to the movies anymore. It's better than going to a movie. Oh, exactly. All right, we're going to take a fast when we come back. We'll continue our conversation with Misty Wells. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Get Misty singing. What else should I be? Sing it, Misty. Go. Go, go, go. Sing it. Right. No, we're waiting you know for what? you. No, we're waiting for you to sing. You gotta sing, girl. You gotta sing. Oh, so Ready? You wanna lose all your listeners is what you're saying. Come on, you can't be any worse than Kurt Cobain. Come on, it was, I mean, what? Don't give me that look, Diego. I was watching him on, they were doing like flashback MTV last night on TV, which actually MTV played music. Yeah, thanks thanks for calling, Hippie. (laughs) Yeah, he he was on MTV last night. That's so funny, man. And I was just like, there were, it was the MTV Music Awards from 2000. And it was so cool to kind of see everybody because you kind of forget, you know? It was pretty cool. You know what? Stop it. You're going to be that guy who, or that woman who sits back and yells at kids going, now, this was music. It's not like it's that crap you listen to. <laughs> it's not like it that crap. Nirvana killed rock and roll. Yeah. Nirvana exactly. destroyed rock and roll. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Well, their grunge rock is totally different now. Yeah. So Misty's going <laughs> to be showing up in her plaid. You know, in her ripped jeans uh, next time That's she goes, right. out, goes out and does some fishing. We're talking with Misty Wells uh, through the break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gun, Vince Noble in the house today. And uh, we were talking before the break uh, about your uh, little deal that you go out and you take all these kids out, these underprivileged and uh, at-risk kids. And looking at the webpage, I mean, seriously, for a person, one woman out doing a hard job, taking over 3,000 foster kids out there to go do it, and I don't know if you heard me, but mentioning the fact that, uh, you know, when you break it down, it's like literally 25 bucks uh, in a donation that could take a kid fishing. That's amazing. And, and Absolutely. That, and, and that is such a better day than 25 bucks uh, at the arcade and letting them go run wild at the uh, pool or whatever it is that you're going to go do. I mean, and, and of course, you mentioned Dylan Hubbard. I'm sure, you know, he cuts you a break and all that stuff so it doesn't cost oh, a ton does. of money. And uh, to be able to get kids out there and fill that boat up, that would be a boat I would love to be on. I think so. I, I mean, wouldn't fish at all. 
I mean, I would watch. You know what I hear you saying is that you want to volunteer (laughs) on a couple of trips this summer. That's what I'm hearing you say. If I got, if I got the time, if I got the time, and and I got the weekend to do it, and uh, of course I have to bring my children as well because that would be the ransom that they would hold me to. Um, right. It, it would be. Uh, I would. I would love to go out there. We I, would, get, I wouldn't have no problem. We gotta get Dylan to put Wi-Fi on the boat, and then we could broadcast from the boat. We got four G. Do a show a live right off. You know, right off the the reef fishing. You know, show offshore and what we're catching. And, now, see, you, you know, keep, I'll tell you guys. You keep crazy. Wait, let me tell you. If you keep talking that way, you're going to make Jonathan sick because he's not going to want to miss it, and he's going to show up. And he's going to. Well, he's good. Going to I be, want him to get better quicker so he can come fishing with us. He's going to be out there like going. I know. I. I. I like you know. I, I got to go. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't texted us already. You know what? Do you guys? I know. Do you go out uh, the short trip? You go out like what three miles? I mean, you're not going out middle grounds with those kids so are you no well let me tell you this we went on the all-day trip on tuesday and um we were fishing in over 100 feet of water um it's a 10-hour trip we caught american red snapper red grouper nice um the trip before one of the boys this is um, you're not gonna believe this it was on a half day he caught a mahi wow he caught and he was reeling up his squid and I saw it. These two little schoolies were swimming by really fast, and just he happened to land a mahi. He had never fished before in saltwater in his life. We were talking on the way out. He's a cool boy. His name's Dallas. He's like, man, I'd just love to catch a mahi. And I'm like, well, you know, we won't do it on this type of trip. It's a half day on a headboat. <laughs> I go, but, you know, you never know. And he caught a mahi that Good day. Good for him. That's my bucket list Somebody fish. was listening. That's awesome. Yeah, right? God was listening, and yeah. he's like, "I can hook you up, Dallas." Well, the reason I was yeah, asking, was I, I think if we're uh, if we were at the uh, three mile range or whatever, I mean, I don't know, four uh, G signal, man. I mean, seriously, we could we could actually broadcast from the boat if it was uh, if we're not out there at the two hundred mile range, if we're not going to the middle grounds or something. I think the day trip only goes no, out twenty five yeah. miles. Twenty five miles. I don't know. I have to talk to the engineers or whatever, but uh, there may be a possibility. If if they ran I think up, and we down. should try it. Well, you know, the good thing is, is that you could try it. But the problem is, as we learned, even going up to Webster, Florida, sometimes <laughs> uh, when there's one cell tower, <laughs> it gets overwhelmed, and then uh, the radio station gets kicked off. So, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a possibility. Exactly. It is something that could yeah. actually possibly happen. That would be awesome. So, listeners, if you guys hear dead silence on a Saturday, and we just go go dark then that's because we're offshore fishing yeah you hear diesels <laughs> rumbling in the background well now how often do you do that with the kids i know you went last week i mean do you try to do it once a month or uh oh no in the summer uh you know pre-covid the summertime i'm doing two one to two trips a week wow okay and i'm, I'm working with kids and group care all over the state of florida some, I have a group of boys that drive all the way down from Live Oak, which is almost in Georgia, yeah. to come down and do a day of fishing. Wow, that's um, awesome. Good for you. That's, that is so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. And I'm trying to figure out places up there. And I also uh, work with some other, um, you know, head boats on the East Coast as well because, unfortunately, there's a lot of foster kids out there. I've been over to New Orleans. I'm setting up some trips in Galveston and Texas, so... 
um, you know, just trying to cover as much area and reach as many kids, you know, as I can. And the cool thing is uh, I do it all through donations. People donate, you know, through different fundraisers. Uh, T.A. Mahoney's has been really instrumental in uh, helping us, you know, stay on the water. And we've done some garage sales over there at his place uh, where he's donated the money. And just, you know, the community and people I don't even know that live who knows where make donations. And, and it's all just to take these kids fishing. So it's really awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, I got I got a hookup for you. I actually have two hookups for you. Richard Great. Huggins, he owns a, a on-the-beach shark charter company out of Georgia. Uh-huh. And he fishes like North Florida area. The Panhandle area. Yeah, it's, it's called Extreme Off yeah. the Beach. He's actually going to be in town on July 11th. We're actually going to be doing some shark fishing and doing some filming. So you should probably come oh, out great. and meet, meet with him and talk with him a little bit. That would be cool to get those kids right? up in North Florida. I mean, off the beach, shark fishing would be a great adventure. Yeah, because do it doesn't have to be on a boat. No. You know, we fished on piers and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I then mean, he's got he's got, so. uh, he's got uh, Captain Duval out there in Louisiana. Yeah, I got your uh, New Orleans uh Hook up. Did Nola. you say Orleans? I did say Orleans. I'm a Florida you are boy. Such a Yankee. <laughs> uh, well, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Bite well, me. But I mean, we get a uh, little mixed bag here. Hey, uh, hey, Cap- do you Cap- want the contact or not? Yeah, Captain Duval is a good guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and he's a he's a king redfisher up there, man. Yeah, he knows the spots. So, so and we I'm got sure, a couple places. And I'm sure he knows lots of other captains who might be able to you know fill up a few boats. So that would be awesome. Absolutely, we absolutely. All- and there are captains too that are like, hey, I'll take a group of kids. So I mean. Any way that we can put, you know, rods in their hands and go fishing, we're doing it. So, uh, you know, anybody that's listening and you guys want to participate or you have an idea, uh, you can reach out to me through a real a r e e future dot com, and you know, let's take some more kids fishing. Well, you you could go to your webpage too. I mean, uh, mistywells dot com, and it's right there on the front yep. page, so you can't miss that. But, yep. but uh, I tell you one, uh, Vince. Was jumping around like a frog in a frying pan. He's like, dude, you know what'd be awesome? Taking those kids out and go boat fishing at night with uh, twisted limbs. That yeah, would be Captain Travis. Yeah. That would... Oh my gosh, they would come unglued because yeah. I've done it one time. I actually did it on one of my TV shows, and the guy's like, "Well, do you want to practice before you go and you film it on TV?" I'm like, "No, I just want to do it." You know, because it's real. You know, and I had never done it before. It is so fun, and I it even is got awesome. A yeah. You know, so Captain I, Travis uh, does a really good job on it. That's for sure, and he's here local, so that's oh, a great. great. Yeah, so uh, if you want to, if you okay, get, Captain Travis, we're going to be calling you. Yeah, if you get tired of burning Dylan's diesel, you can go out there and burn uh, Travis's gas. <laughs> so it's all good. Yeah, it yeah. it is super fun. Anybody that has not bow fished before, I mean, it's not like going offshore for grouper and snapper and filling up the fish box. No, but it is. So fun. It's, it's a different and, world at uh, night. I can't wait to do it again, actually. Yeah, that's. I, I don't think a lot of people understand that uh, how different the bay is in the dark than it is during the day. Uh, to be able to see in the water and see fish and stuff that you would go over at 40 miles an hour and never pay attention to. Yeah, uh, and they just sit there. It's really cool because you would think you roll up on them, you've got all these lights and that they would scatter, but they don't. They just look at you like, what you yeah. got? Yeah, they're like, what in the world is going on here? Ah! Shaft yeah. in the head. Uh, but I'll tell you, if those exactly. kids go fishing, they better take some naps during the day because Travis yeah. doesn't get back till like 3 o'clock and in the he, morning. Yeah, he's hardcore. Yeah, once you're out on the boat, we yeah. ain't going back. So it's an all-nighter. You gotta, you cool. gotta, I'm down with 
you got a, a potty emergency or something, we'll find some mangrove somewhere. We're not going back. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know, that's part of fishing. And, you know, one thing that we, you know, that we sneak in and the kids are learning something, they just don't know it, is they're learning conservation. They're learning why we don't keep this fish or that species isn't in season or that one's too short. You know, so, I mean, think about it. We're yeah. raising and teaching these kids that wouldn't really have any conservation experience and making it fun. And that's going to be good for all of us, you know, for future generations moving forward. Totally you agree. Know, um, you know, it's another bonus because it's, it's really important. Hey, Misty, um, hang tight. We're going to take another quick break. Ah, you going to hang with us? Awesome. I'm hanging in. Yeah, we got to talk marlin fishing down in the Keys. All right. Hold on. We'll be right back. This right. is The Big and Wild. We are sponsored by G5 Outdoors yeah. and Brandon Ford. Yeah. The trade-in extravaganza. You got it on wheels. They'll take it to this weekend. That's right. It's this is it. This weekend. It. That's right. But just before the 4th of July blowout, that's going to be awesome. Well, go ahead. Wrap it up, man. So hang tight, y'all. Give us a call. 888-404-1010 to join the conversation. And we'll be right back. He's such a pro. He is. Another band that everybody, yeah, back in the day. Who are these guys? They're from California. The red what? Red chili something or other? Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gun, Ben Snubble, and Misty Wells on the phone this morning. Are you still there? Did you hang up? I'm still here now. I'm going to yeah. be here as long as you'll let me stay. Well, uh, you got a couple, a few more minutes before we have to kick you out of here. But that's more all. Seconds. I know you guys got other big, bigger fish to fry. But I wanted to talk about, you know, a lot of people, a lot of these tournaments, um, you know, this year have been canceled. That's and right. I wanted to kind of give a shout out to the Key West Marlin Tournament that's coming up in July, the 22nd through the 25th. And uh, I'll be fishing it for year number three or four. Uh, down there with Captain Tommy LaRange. We're going to go down a little early in pre-fish and hopefully bring home one of those big fake checks and some glass. Look at you living the life. <laughs> one of those big old fake checks. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you think? Uh, you're going for marlin, so is it any species of marlin, or is there any one particular species? No, it's, it's actually cool how they set it up. Uh, this tournament's been going on since the 80s. Uh, there's a $50,000 prize. Um, it's a catch and release billfish tournament, but there's also other species. So you can catch any kind of marlin you want. Actually, the, uh, two days ago, Tommy hooked a blue and a white in the same day, wow. um, which is a good sign. That means the fish are there. They also caught a sailfish. So with the marlin and the sails, you catch and release, you get a video footage of it, and you get points. So I think for a marlin, you get 200. For a sail, you get 100. And then you can also catch mahi, wahoo, and tuna. So whatever those weigh, those you bring in and put on the hook. So say I catch a 38-pound mahi, I get 30 points. Nice. And at, basically at the end of three days, 
uh, whoever has the most points wins, pretty much. So, so even if you don't catch the marlin, you could win. So yeah. what I'm hearing in the whole conversation is you're going to bring back some mahi and some tuna <laughs> we're having dinner, right? I guess you can keep those. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you can keep those. You just can't keep the marlins. Uh, you know, you can't do That's that. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Any, any billfish, you just photo catch and release, you get points. And then anything edible, tuna, wahoo, mahi, you hang on the hook, and then you fry up on the dock, but then save some for your buddies and bring it home. You know what? i, I got to ask you something while you brought that up. I, I mean, uh, in all honesty, do you know anybody anymore who actually keeps billfish besides commercial people at all? I mean, no. do, do you? There are some kill tournaments that I don't, you know, that's not my jam. I don't think you got to do that, but because they they bring the marlin in and they put them on the hook and then whatever weighs the most uh, wins. But those are big money, like million dollar tournaments and stuff. Isn't that crazy um, how the, the big how the kill tournaments actually generate more money than uh, than release. standard catch and release <laughs> and tag? Uh, I tournaments. know it kind of doesn't make sense. You know, I the good thing is they're only bringing in one fish per boat, so I don't really feel like they're overfishing. I would just rather catch and release, and, and you know what? It's a lot easier too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, hey, as long as that meat is going, that. as long as that meat is going someplace good and not just thrown out, I'm good with it. Yeah, but exactly. I, I mean, if they 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 put it to good use, and you know all of that, and you go to the Caribbean and stuff, and the locals they eat uh, sailfish and marlin sure. and stuff. Yeah, they, I mean, they utilize every bit of that fish. Well, I know that I yeah. had friends of mine growing up uh, when I was a younger kid. Uh, uh, Henry and his dad would go to Mazatlan every single year and catch yeah. giant, giant marlin and uh, sit there and eat them and do all that kind of good stuff and then bring the bills back home, you know, and they'd, they'd kill them. And I was like, I'd never, I'd never killed uh, one. I've seen them, you know, off of Kima down in Texas and stuff. Uh, sometimes they would bring them in. And put them up on the hook, you know, and write on the chalk or whatever on the side <laughs> yeah. how much they weigh yeah. and all that stuff. But I these days I just don't I, I don't see a lot of people that do that much anymore. I mean, there's other more food and more fish. they're they're leaning towards catch and release. Yeah, um, you know, it's just a more it makes our fishery more sustainable, and you know, it's a lot of fun. And I'm going to be bringing uh, I'm bringing a ringer down with me. Uh, I called my buddy Sam White. He's the editor in chief of Marlin Magazine. I fished with him in Guatemala, and, man, that dude is awesome on the deck. He knows how to fish. So I was like, Sam, we got an opening on the team, and you're going to be the best angler. So you want to come fish? Well, I'm said, sure you said yeah, no, he right? <laughs> yeah, he said yeah. For, for a six-pack of Natty Blue, I'll go. Yeah, that's all good. Hey, Misty, is, that, oh, is that all it takes? That's all it takes. It's Miss, all good. Misty, I'll yeah, tell you what. what I'm, get him a- <laughs> go ahead. You guys are easy. That's not awesome. me. Not for me. For no. me, it's going to be something like, uh, you know, something that Natalie makes up there at uh, Enjoy. I'm cheap and easy. I'll go. Wow. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun. And hey, Tommy, a- yeah, Tommy's taking one for the team. He's been in the Keys for the last two weeks. One of our yeah, listeners actually is, uh, is texting me as we speak. He wants to hook up with you and volunteer when you do the kids, take the kids out fishing. Who is this person you speak uh, of? Mr. Brad Barker. He's actually going to call when she gets off. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, He's great. listening to the show, so he just messaged me on Facebook. Misty, where can we reach you one more time? we got to get out of here, girl. Okay, mistywells.com. You can reach me, talk about the kids. You can watch my TV shows. i got a lot going on. And you guys, I just, you know, it's my first time on Big and Wild, and I really appreciate it. And 
you know, shoot, I could be on here all day with you guys. You're a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we drink we a lot of Mountain Dews before we get on the air. So I'm drinking Monster. What are you talking <laughs> oh, about? Oh, yeah, he's even worse. His heart rate's at like 187, so it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> well, you know, That's you're awesome. you're welcome, and uh, try to keep us in the loop. Whenever you do one of these little kids' jobbios, uh, let us know, and we'll uh, check calendars and all that kind of stuff because uh, – if uh, I can get a free fishing trip and a day to spend out on the water with kids, man, I'm all I'm all for that. There's the word. That's awesome. I'll be a I'll nice... keep you guys in the loop for sure. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. And appreciate the shout out, and you guys have an awesome show. I'm a big fan. Well, thank well, you thanks, so much. Missy. We'll uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Okay. Awesome. Okay, right. tight lines, everybody. Yeah, right, girl. Have a good weekend, Missy Wells. Uh, of course, uh, you go check it out. The girl, I don't know how she. I, I don't know if she's ever home. Maybe today she was, but uh, she's running around like a crazy woman out there doing all kinds of stuff with her TV show and uh, doing radio interviews and magazine stuff and everything else like that. She's doing seminars, and, I mean, she's everywhere. She's definitely living the life. Yeah, she's having a good time, I guarantee it. But you know what? She's giving back. She doesn't have to take those kids out there and go fishing all the time, and I'm telling you. Yeah, but when you see that kid catch his first fish and it's a big one, that, that kid will never forget that his entire life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what you said earlier is once you do that, even if you only take a kid one time, it it, it, it changes their life. It, it really does. Uh, if they have a good yes. time, it, it's just, it'll change your life. Especially if you've never done it before and you go out on a big boat, you know, you're out there, the engines, and they're out in the outdoors, and you go out. It's, it's quite an adventure out there on a head boat sometimes, especially for a kid. And they got, I don't know what it is about Dylan's boats. He's got the best freaking hamburgers on his boat. I think we were stuffing grilled cheeses the last time I went on that one. Or was that the Double Eagle? That was way back. That was probably the Double Eagle. I can't remember. God, the Double Eagle. I haven't been on that in I think years. I was hung over, though. I think we showed up there still drunk, ready to go fishing <laughs> in the morning. That was me and Gino. Oh I think we drove God. the Pinto over there. I think we were still hung over and uh, we're uh, waiting on the boat. All right, let's go fishing. Let's uh, go. But I think we were the only two guys on the entire boat who weren't puking. So it because was, you were hung over. Yeah, it was one of those weird things. <laughs> and that was a big, that was a 200, that was a middle grounds trip, dude. That's a long boat ride right there. Yeah, and there was yeah. lots of people uh, that weren't, <laughs> they weren't too happy about it. And, uh, you know, the worst thing you could do. Is they go inside? Oh, and they get in the cabin and oh. lay there. No, thank you. I I gotta go inside. I feel terrible. Nope. I'm like, don't, don't go in there. You get on the edge of that boat and you look at that horizon line, and that's what you stare at. Sit out here, let the salt yep. spray hit you in the face. Enjoy the moment. Get yes, out there sir. in the wind. Keep your mind, you know, rig your stuff, rig your baits, get your stuff ready to go. Do all that while keep your mind going, man. I don't get seasick. But, you know, for those that do, I mean, if you just keep yourself busy and keep the horizon and where you can, the boat may be rocking, but your head's going to stay level and everything's all good. You know what's crazy? I don't get seasick, but you put me in an airplane, forget about it. What? It's it's nuts. I can't understand it. But I figured out how to bounce it out. Vodka and orange juice. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It works. But I can can be on a boat and I will not get, I can be in a seven-foot swell. And not get sick. Because it's a different mindset. I mean, you're up there, woohoo, yaha, yee, woohoo. Whereas you're in a plane, you're like, we're all going to die. <laughs> and you're sitting there, you know, our planes don't bother me either. I don't know what it is about planes, but we got Brad on the phone. Who? Mr. Brad Barker. Well, he ain't got no time to talk to nobody. We got he, like three, two minutes before we got to take a He's break. got like a minute and a half. Brad, you there? 
Brad, Brad, you with us? Brad. Yes, I am. What's up, buddy? How are you? All right. How are you doing today? All right. Uh, all right. It's 5.55, and Brittany, in about two minutes, Diego's going to be frailing around in there like a chicken <laughs> getting ready for a fight. <laughs> what are you doing, man? You heading to the beach? You fishing today? What's going on? Yeah, I'm heading to the beach. Got the wifey here. We are heading down. Nice. Go have some fun in the sun. Now, when you say heading down, where are you going to and from where? I am coming from uh, Newport Ritchie, like Trinity area, to Madeira. Madeira, Mad Beach? Mad Beach. You going to go out and go fishing off Mad Beach? Uh, I've never been there. I just picked a spot. Get on That's the point. What we do. Go over to John's Pass and get on that point right on the water. Watch out for the rocks. You got Snook and Red uh, out there. Yeah, and there's some pompano yeah. that are running the yes, beaches sir. and snook and tarpon too. They're catching them off the beach. Yeah, I know. Um, we got a beach house there at uh, right at John's Pass that we're always at. Nice. Oh, well, then so, you know where you're going. I know that area. Yeah. Well, the problem is, I think there's probably going to be well, well, with the weather the way it is, it may keep a few off of there, but the hardcores will be there. So it's it looks a little gray, and so people will be panicked. We talked to uh, Misty. Nah, we talked to Misty, and she said, yeah, absolutely, she would love to uh, hook up with you and have a volunteer. So we'll make sure oh, I'll yeah, pass the information for I you. I was listening to her, and I, I'm all about that and the kids and everything like that. Yeah, that's so. always a good time. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we started the Panfish Challenge and all that stuff was to be able to get kids out there and uh, give them a day of fishing and fun and all that stuff and make memories. Um, and, I, and I really believe that when Missy, Misty asked us about that, uh, it brought back a flood of memories that I could have done, filled a show up with on that stuff. Well, the amount of hours that I spent, you know, down at that stock pond or Lake Bistano or Lake Caddo or uh, all the places that my daddy, Lake Conroe, and wow. all, I mean, just all these places where we used to go. And it was, God, it was that was the awesome fastest time. two minutes ever. Yeah, it was. Well, I, are you, well, go have some sun. Hey. I mean, have as much fun as you can on Mad Beach, but whatever. It's not like it used to be, bro. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. Just being out on the water, you know, getting outside and, and just enjoying, like, our best Florida lifestyle. Yeah, that's true. Whether it's there or any place south, we'll, we'll find a good spot. Yes, we sir. just more to relax. All right, brother. We got to get out of here, man. I'll hit you up after the show, man. If i got some time, we'll swing by and say, hey. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, give me a call when you get out. When you get out of the uh, show. All right, brother. Will do. You have a good time, man. Have fun on the beach. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are sponsored by G5 Outdoors and Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. Yeah.